fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile Fullback Dive brought to you by the good people at the Roto Street Journal, acting as your lead blocker to fantasy boy, fantasy championships, all that good stuff. I'm your host, Nad the Truth Jones. With me, as always, the Wolf of Roto Street himself, and with me more and more frequently these days, CJ. Wolf, how you doing? Doing fantastic, Truth. We got the Super Bowl just a few days away. I mean, doesn't get much better than that. Just uh, the only thing I don't like about this Super Bowl is I don't really have someone I'm rooting against. Like, I, I do want the Bengals to win if I had to pick a team I like more, but I do like Stafford. I like Cup. Like, there's no villain. There's nobody I'm going against right now, which is the only thing I don't like about this. But otherwise, great vibes. It's getting warmer around here finally. Thank God. Uh, everything's good. How about you, Truth? How about you, CJ? Yeah, I'm I'm doing good. We're uh we're fresh off our last our last betting podcast that we did where we um we actually hit the nail on the head in the NFC Championship game. All of us did. Like the almost the exact same score. So feel yeah. good about that. It's gonna be a good Super Bowl. Yeah, we killed that. Um you know, the Wolf and I have been doing these things every Thursday, you know, just and coming up with uh things to talk about, you know, and we're looking forward to some of talking movies, TV, just other random things, but not yet. Because this is the big one. This is the Super Bowl betting prop show, fantasy prop show. Looking forward to it. We were supposed to have Jimbo Slice with us today, but the guy, I guess, had something better to do and kind of bailed on the on us at the last Asshole. minute. So you're just going to have to settle for the three of us. Uh, but, no, we're seriously very excited about this. I agree with your assessment, Wolf, as far as not really pulling against anybody. I, it's weird. It's very rare that I am not pulling against somebody. I really like both these teams, and I really am having a hard time even – trying to pick a winner, much less much less who I'm pulling for. That I can really come up with a lot of good reasons for each of them, but that is a fluid thing for me. What I pick on the podcast today, I'm going to stick with, but I've gone back and forth several times. I'm just going to... Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm in the same boat, and we'll talk about that to, to kick everything off, is who we think is going to win, how we generally think the game is going to go. Before we move into some player specifics, we'll talk, of course, about the anthem, all the stuff. You love the halftime show as well. But oh, I yeah. do think, especially when it comes to the player props, there is some great money to be made here. Plus, it's our last time to bet on football. So, like, let's splurge. Let's get after it. Let's let's make some money, folks, uh, including with prize picks. Our sponsor for today, code RSJ, will get you up to $100 match. So we'll be referencing our favorite prize picks, how they relate to the lines on DraftKings and all that good stuff. I already see a couple of those thumbs up coming in. So yeah, you guys know on. the deal. If you're here with us, you know the deal. Please do smash that like button. Help us get out to more people. Comment on in. We see some questions coming in. What are your favorite props? What are some players you want our take on for the Super Bowl? Any questions at all, even if it's not related to the Super Bowl, or if you just want to tell us how damn sexy we look tonight, that is always okay. But thank you again, guys, for being here. We're going to help you win some money. Let's dive right in. Why don't we? Believe it or not, we already have someone in the chat that has uh, referred to how sexy we are a couple times. Um, I so. love it. I didn't even see that. I was just saying it out of the blue. Fantastic. And yes, indeed. You well, it was it was duck, but anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still, um, I'll take a duck. I'll take a duck sexy call. Right. Yeah. He called he called me dapper. He said you two were <laughs> he said you two were sexy. Ooh. Um right. So in 10 more years, you'll be dapper too. <laughs> anyway, uh first things first. Bengals versus Rams. 
in a Rams home game, but not really a home game. They're actually the away team, I believe, uh, unless I'm yeah. very much mistaken. Mm-hmm. Over under on the game. Let's start right there. 48 and a half points. What do you think, Wolf? You know me. I love overs, but I, know, I actually think I'm hitting the under on this one. Both of these teams, you know, we've seen McVay kind of shit himself, and I don't think he's going to do that quite uh, at the level he has in the past on the national stage. But they both of these teams love to kind of come it out, come out in the game, feel it out with the run game, uh, just kind of get a sense for each other. I think we're going to get a really fast first half before some points start to pile on in the second half. Overall, though, uh, man, it's it's a really tough call. My final score prediction is 27-24 Bengals, so I guess I am hitting the over uh, at that point, but it's it's really close for me. I'm going to go over 27-24 Bengals, pull this upset off uh, and win. So obviously I'm t- taking the Bengals with the points and also that money line plus 170 as well. All right, we can uh, we can slide the uh, you know the winner and the spread in as well. CJ, what do you think of the over-under? Who do you like? What's your final score? Um, so yeah, kind of what we were talking about earlier where – I think the I think the Bengals might cover the four and a half, but I do like the Rams to win. So I, I'm not really sure. I I I don't know about the over under, but I would stick around like I don't know twenty seven twenty four ish around that area. I'm guessing. Yeah, but you're saying Rams win it twenty seven twenty four same yeah. score. Yeah, so we have the same score, but with just different flip sides of the uh, the victory. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a little bit a little bit embarrassing uh, because twenty seven twenty four was what I was going to say too, and now I want to say something different. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> maybe twenty seven twenty three, something like that. Maybe we're going to see a, a botched extra point. I really have gone back and forth about who I think is going to win this game so many times. I started out was just like, yeah, the Rams will probably win, and you know, it really does seem like most of the I don't know. Mo- most of the data points do point to the Rams and I'm picking the Bengals <laughs> because yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, if you asked me to defend this, I couldn't really, uh, but I think I'm going to pick the Bengals by three or four. And I think I'm going to say they're slightly going over the over. So we're basically all saying the same thing. We like them to barely go over the over. Uh, we all like the Bengals and the points, or we all like the Bengals taking the points. The Wolf and I have the Bengals. I don't know why I'm picking them. I think it's just because, like, I really believe in the Joe Burrow swag. I don't really 100%. have a whole lot of other reason for it because there's no other. I mean, they, you know, they, you can make an argument they shouldn't have won any of the games they've played in the playoffs. Um, but he, man, he just seems like a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I feel like he's just going to get eaten. Like, that that defensive line is just going to destroy the Bengals' offensive line. I think he'll be running for his life most of the game. So, so I, I kind of – I could see that. I really could. So, with that said, why are you picking the uh, Rams by, like, three? I still think they'll put up their points. I mean, okay. I just I, – I don't know. <laughs> I just <laughs> – when I when I saw the line at four and a half, I was like, oh, that's kind of a lot of, a lot of points for two teams that are both flawed and – I don't know. I'm just they, I feel they the Rams are. of I love Stafford and I'm I've been on them most of the playoffs. I I really like Stafford too. I love I I really genuinely like both of these teams, and um, yeah, I could definitely see a scenario where the Rams are just beat their brains in and are chasing them the whole game. But I don't know. I I want to I want to be in on the ground floor on this on this Burrow thing. So that's that's why I'm doing it. I don't know. I want to be. I'm on with you there too. And he did just let's not forget he got sacked nine times against the Titans. He got battered, and they still pulled that one off. So I could totally see him taking. And that's we'll talk about some of our favorite props. It's three and a half in positive money for sacks on on the Rams. I think they're absolutely going to go over three and a half sacks. I think Burrow's going to be getting hit all day. 
and still just somehow pull it off. I, I envision this game ending with a Evan McPherson 52-yarder booting it down. Uh, and, and I love that prop, too. I think it's like yeah. plus 500 for the game to end on a kick, something of that nature. So that I think either way this game ends on the field goal, whether it ends up being Matt Gay or Evan McPherson, we will see. My my bet is on Evan McPherson ending this thing. That, that's how I see this all unfolding, though. I'll bet there's more action, whether it's fantasy-wise or just traditional sports book betting stuff on the um, McPherson than there probably has been on any kicker just about ever. Yeah. He, he's at, he's in quite a few of the prize picks bets that I like. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into those for sure. But, yeah, so should we move on now to yeah, the – let's uh, go. The opener here, the national anthem. Oh, I've been waiting to talk to you guys about this one. We got a big, big, big national anthem coming up. Mickey Guyton herself or himself is <laughs> is belting out the, the old stars and stripes, the national anthem. And, you know, we got an over and under of 95 seconds. And, of course, we're going to want to know what um what Mickey's outfit, what, what shade of outfit Mickey's going to wear. I mean, that's what everybody's talking about, right, fellas? Oh, yeah. All the buzz around the town. <laughs> so the next question I have to pose to both of you, of course, um, you know, anytime we're discussing national anthem length, uh, you know, big celebrity singing it is, um, uh, who do you think Mickey Guyton is? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, no that makes two of us, buddy. I have no idea who this person is. That's why I was hedging on the male-female thing, because, you know, there's there's Mickeys of both genders. I will. Uh, anybody in the admit, comments want to tell us who Mickey Guyton is? I, I've done my research at this point. Oh, okay. So I, so I can know. spoil it for you. But we'll I will say this: I was absolutely picturing like a Bruno Mars, like slicked back hair, Italian. I, I don't know exactly what I was picturing, but I did think it was a male. <laughs> I have since learned it's not. It's not a male. Yeah, it's a, a Tony singer. Soprano type. Yeah, exactly. Right. Maybe I've been watching too many Sopranos right now. Uh, but but yeah, that's absolutely what I was was picturing, and it ended up being a female country singer. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what we're getting here. Mickey, Mickey is a country singer. I have done some extensive research on this though, since then, because we don't want to just toss a random, like a Dolly Parton type. Uh, no, she, she's no. actually black, uh, a black country t- singer, Nat. Um, oh. yeah. Uh, lo- See, lo- I, kinda, lo- I like, I like country too. I've never heard of her. Like a female yeah. Darius Rucker. Yeah, kind of. Uh, But here's what I've learned about here. So, well, just in general history is I'm going to go on the under. We'll start with that. I'm definitely hammering this under for a couple reasons. In history, uh, there have been eight artists that have been timed as a a two minute or under over under. They've gone five, two and one hitting the under right here. Kelly Clarkson pushed at 134. That was the shortest uh, over under that we had set. And she pushed there. Guyton also is 38. And of 14 solo performers since 07 that were 38 years old, there's been six of them. Five of them went under. So five of six went under. But not only that, more let's, – let's talk about Mickey herself here. Uh, she performed the national anthem in Washington, D.C. at National Memorial Day concert. It was cool, clean, crisp, one minute, 25 seconds there. Business and, and apparently she used to sing the national anthem at every single basketball game at her high school in Texas – and they gave her a nickname. She earned the reputation uh, reputation as Quickie Mickey because of how briskly <laughs> she moved through the pace of a national anthem. So all of these signs are pointing to absolutely maybe the best bet of the night is hammering under 95 seconds. There is no way she's going and embellishing tonight. So that's not in her nature. She's defined by her, her quick, speedy sharpness. And she is going to put that on the national stage on a Super Bowl. Can I just take a second to applaud you for the level of research on this? That was spectacular. 
That was great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really, really. I, I, I mean, you went back a couple things. I mean, you. So she's thirty-eight. This lady is not, and we know that it is a lady now. Uh, is no spring chicken. She's thirty-eight years old, well established, and you literally went twenty-plus years back into her high school days, where she was, I guess, like the house singer, kind of yeah. for these things. And known for just speediness, getting on with it. I'm also hitting the under. And I was hitting the under, just to be clear. Even though your research was amazing, you would have swayed me if I had been over before that. I was going under anyway. Um, but, you know, your research just makes me think I was I was very, very smart about something that I knew nothing about. You <laughs> well, now you have all the evidence you need, Truth. Right. Uh, and yeah. and But I, I uh, CJ, what do you think? Over, under, real quick. See, even – so I did read a lot of that and um... – I'm good. I think this number is just way too low. the The lowest in the last 16 years is Billy Joel at 90 seconds. I just I feel like that's just an extremely low number. It's been averaging about two minutes the last like 20 years or so. And I don't know. Maybe maybe it's, it's her time on stage. It's like the first time she's probably sang since high school at this point. We don't even know who she is. And maybe she's gonna take a little bit longer. I'm I'm taking the over here. Well, wow. what color do you think she's gonna wear? I'm I'm going with the plus 500 gray and silver. I think it's just nice Ooh, like silver that. sparkly dress. That's what I'm picturing. I know, you know, at that performance I referenced the Memorial Day concert, she was wearing yellow. So that yellow gold does look pretty nice at plus 300, but I, you don't go back to back at your big events in the same color. I did look and see was she a fan of either of these teams and there was no uh, precedence as being a fan cuz otherwise I might look at blue if she was a Rams fan, something of that nature. But I'm going gray silver, a nice sparkly silver dress. Plus 500, some solid odds there uh, is what I'm hitting. CJ? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm playing it safe. I saw her in a lot of white when I Googled her, and I'm, I'm just sticking with white. It's a little – it's flashy. She's in L.A. It's a little, little glistening off of, her, off of her dress. But one thing I don't believe in doing when I'm betting on someone I've never heard of singing the national anthem is playing it safe. So I'm going to be hitting uh, green for plus 1,400 on this. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I because – no risk, no reward. And, you know, I can see Mickey Guyton, or at least what I imagine she might look like, uh, wearing something green and beautiful. So uh, you heard it here first, folks. 1400. Imagine your night truth when you start out like that, that hits. And you. if she already, comes out wearing green, like <laughs> you've already made all your bets. It doesn't even matter how the rest of the night goes. You've already made it. If you're, you're hammering uh, that. I love it. I will be so drunk within the next 95 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I'll be just right. I mean, that would be so great. So I no guts, it. no glory. Uh, let's move on. Absolutely. And Mickey, Mickey, we love you. We'd love to have you on the show uh, if you're listening. <laughs> Cheers, man. Uh, coin toss, heads or tails. One thing that I learned on a podcast I listened to in the last week or so is that the winner of the coin toss, I think, has won like the last seven Super Bowls. I think it, I thought it was the opposite. I thought the winner deferred and then lost seven straight. Isn't that that's what well, I heard? Well, I know they always defer. I don't know, dude. I was drunk when I was listening to this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is seven straight, like you said, Nat. But it was the flip. I think seven straight have deferred and well, then that, lost the game. Well, that that's important. I mean, you know, because yeah. we're essentially giving 100 percent different. Uh, information so one of us is telling the truth and one of us is dead wrong um but anyway you like heads you like tail you a heads guy wolf i'm a heads guy i know uh, it's so clever to say tails never fails but give me heads all <laughs> i'm a i'm a head it is that is so clever See, that, that's, that's me i'm the simple one that says tails never fails i'm a heads guy too <laughs> and yeah. if, going if we're going by the afc championship again that went to overtime tails 
Josh Allen was pissed. And, and, and that's what that's what we're going with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're both going uh, heads. Uh, CJ, tails never fails, except when it does. Uh, first touchdown score. Let's get into it. Uh, first touchdown. Uh, I'm going to yeah, bring in bring, the odds here. Bring it up. Let's stream, check it out. So you can see. So you right. can see what's available, and this is is this on is this on FanDuel or DraftKings? This is uh, DraftKings, DraftKings okay. Sportsbook. Yeah. All right. So if you look at this, you uh, Cooper Cup leading the way at plus five hundred, um, and then followed by Mixon, Acres. You 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 don't love Acres here, do you, Wolf? No, it, we'll talk about some unders, and I'm under everything with Acres. I have no interest in betting anything with Acres. Certainly not to be the first score. I don't think he's going to score at all. I, I'm taking all the unders with him. I do think, obviously, cut plus 500. I mean, that's really tough to ignore. It's the easy. It's the obvious. He's the favorite. Uh, but I'm actually going OBJ plus 900 as my favorite to score the first touchdown of the game. They've just been really targeting him on those quick you know, three-yard jump ball type of scenarios. They really have a, a great red zone package for Odell Beckham. Cup, Cup draws so much attention there. I, I'm going Beckham scoring that first touchdown of the game, proving why they traded for him mid uh, mid season and, and a huge impact player. I do also always like to toss out Hail Marys, you know, over a thousand uh, plus a thousand or more. Sure, Tyler Boyd at plus eighteen hundred. He's around names like Drew Sample, Van Jefferson, like Kendall Blanton has better odds than yeah, him. Yeah, Kendall Blanton's better than him. Right. Uh, give me Tyler Boyd at plus eighteen hundred. He's already scored once in these playoffs. I know he's not a red zone maven or anything of that nature, and I usually. Hate on Tyler Boyd, but I just think, uh, given the company he's around, if I'm taking a a huge shot, I think plus eighteen hundred on him or a Rams. Uh, one of the defenses scoring are both pretty intriguing, in my opinion. At plus two uh, twenty eight hundred for the Rams and plus three thousand for the Bengals, but I like Boyd the most of the long shots as well. Doesn't Daryl Henderson Jr. at plus sixteen hundred seem like an odd thing? Like why? Yeah. He hasn't Why? played in five weeks. Is he going to even touch the field? That's like, you know. I don't know. It's well, they like him more than Boyd too. I, I don't get that one at all. CJ, who do you like to go in first? Yeah. So, um, as someone that bets way too many first touchdown scores <laughs> on like Monday night and Sunday night football, <laughs> <laughs> I usually lean with the quarterbacks and the tight ends, and it hits a decent amount. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to do the two tight ends, Uzama and um, Higby. Yeah, Uzama and Higby, they're both coming off injuries, but I don't know. And then also Blanton scored the first touchdown in the Bucks game too, which I had Higby and I was pissed when I saw that because I was like, who the hell is this guy? And, I'm assuming uh, if Higby's out, CJ, not to interrupt you, but if Higby is out because he's still pretty doubtful to play, would you be switching that to Blanton then? Yeah, yeah, it's, I'd, I'd go with the two starting tight ends. And then if I were to just do a Hail Mary, I would go with Burrow. I do. I love quarterbacks inside like the five, 10 or five yard line. I remember that hit for uh, Mahomes. Was it last year or two years ago? I remember you hammered that, and it was a huge one. Yeah, it's actually it's it hits a lot more often than you'd think, especially on like the primetime games. Whether it's like a Daniel Jones, Mahomes, whoever. I mean, Stafford doesn't really run the ball, but I would I'd, I don't know put something small on Burrow. I yeah, think- was it pl- plus three thousand for Burrow? I don't hate that. No, 30 to one. That's okay with me. My guess would be if they played this game 30 times uh, once, he would get in there. Maybe more than that. <laughs> um, uh, it's hard for me. And, you know, you hate taking the guy at the top of the list, but it seems to me like Cup at five to one is pretty solid bet, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, sure, there's a totally a good chance you would lose. But, man, as far as I feel like the odds of him scoring are just much higher than anybody else on this list. Um, I would be tempted to take Cup and OBJ 
hedge a little bit because I do like the OBJ bet, but I'd just be so pissed if I took OBJ and Cup scored. And you'd be like, yeah, of course Cup scored. He freaking always scores. Right. So I would probably take both of their uh, top guys. Yeah. And I know it's going to sound like we're tossing out just a million names here, but when we get to receiver props, I'm really into T Higgins this game. I think he's going to have a a love T Higgins this game. Um, So I don't know that he scores first at plus 1200. I mean, that's not a bad shot to take, but I do really like the anytime when you're getting plus odds, plus 175 here. I think he's absolutely scoring at least once this game. Um, And and there's certain sites you can string together uh, player parlays. Like if you can string together burrow plus two touchdowns, T Higgins to score and start combining some of those and really maximizing the, the out, outlook. That's just a, a general type of gameplay theory here is look for the sites that where you can string together these single game parlays and these player props together and the, the scenarios they fit. Maybe you even work in a, a player MVP in addition to some of the player props you think are going to really hit just as a general uh, strategy to really maximize your output here. Yeah. Love that. Uh, I also think Higgins is going to have a, a good game. Not necessarily. I mean, I, I, I think he probably will score, but I also like some of the other bets I've seen for him for longest, uh, longest play from him, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have I, that one. I, I like that. We'll talk yeah, about okay. that. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Single favorite player, player prop on prize picks and on underdog. Obviously, you can use the code RSJ on these things. They will match your funds. I want to say up to 100 bucks. Um, I – jumped in on prize picks, you know, probably later than a lot of you guys did, but I did jump in, they matched my money and I'm still playing on that money now. And it was, mm-hmm. I don't know, a month ago, which is awesome. So um, enjoy that. I'm going to actually jump in on underdog as soon as we stop recording. Uh, Cause I know you guys like them too. And uh, you know, love helping people out that are helping us out. Uh, Wolf, what is your single favorite player prop on prize picks and or underdog if they're different? Well, truth, you mentioned underdog too and how we love them. I actually, the last show we did, we talked about underdog, ended yep. up winning 400 bucks. I don't know oh, yeah. the exact draft we did on this show, uh, but one of the last drafts I did ended up hitting pretty big. Uh, only King, King Silva, Evan Silva, was the player ahead of me mm. on that the tournament I was in, of course, Evan Silva. But yeah, underdog has been very kind to me with money so far. Uh, so yeah, I absolutely love living, uh, go with them. This is cheat code to say, but I'm just going to add this so we can promote it really quickly. On underdog for anybody, returning players and new players alike, they do have a Joe Burrow one passing yard. So my favorite prop is Joe Burrow for one passing yard. I know that's an obvious one. He's obviously going to hit that, but they're giving you that gimme to kind of entice you. Let's get some props strung together here. Let's go for it. So check that on out. As you can see, the promotion here, our code is RSJ. Uh, you can They have these, some of these tournaments as well uh, that CJ put in here that they're doing the 2022 pre best ball, all that good stuff. Maybe truth. Our next show, we'll do a draft together yeah. uh, for 2022 action just to kind of shoot the shit while we do a draft, but I'll do it. check out that player prop on Joe Burrow one yard. Uh, you can't beat that. But in terms of other bets, uh, my, my, my single favorite one, I don't, you know, I'm going to give it to you CJ because I think we're on the same page with a lot of our favorite bets yeah. and you put me on to one of these ones. So I'm going to let you take it first. I want to hear this. Cause I wonder how, uh, you know, we had basically, so yes, yeah, so I have, I have two of them that I absolutely love. One okay. of them is Evan McPherson over one and a half field yep, goal. That was yep. my favorite that one on the board. <laughs> he's hit it. He's hit it. I think thir- 13 out of 20 games is like last seven games. He's also hit 12 out of 12 field goals in the playoffs. Just absurd numbers honestly. <laughs> and then um my other my second favorite one is cooper cup over long reception 28 and a half and he's hit yep. that 15 out of 20 games which is just Ooh. insane <laughs> but he's still I, so 
my two favorite ones, just see so you know, it. I'll, I'll give you my three favorite ones, just to show you how aligned we are, guys. My favorite one was McPherson over one and a half field goals. Mm-hmm. Um, my second favorite one, I like OBJ over 64 and a half receiving yards. And my third favorite one was Cup longest play over 28.5 yeah. yards. So uh, <laughs> we're drinking some of the same Kool-Aid. Uh, Wolf, you got, you got different. I mean, I have many more, but those were the ones at the top of my list. What else do you got, Wolf? No, I I, McPherson one and a half was my personal favorite as well. Uh, the other one that you could do go a different route instead. There's two ways you could go is nine fantasy points for Evan McPherson. He hasn't been under 11 and I think seven straight games. Uh, so he's, he's been just crushing nine fantasy points. I think he destroys that. Or you could go by distance 45 and a half is the, uh, the long distance for him. So I just think Evan McPherson, all his props, I think a lot of the long shots tied to him too, with like the last play being a field goal, the first score being a field goal. Uh, there's a lot of plus 200 to 500 odds involving field goals this game. And I know we said we we're going to bet the, uh, the over here, but I really wouldn't be shocked at all if this game turns into at least early on a bit of a field goal fest. So I love the Evan McPherson one. The Cooper Cup one was a no brainer as well. At 28 and a half, he's going to have at some point a, a big, course. huge play to open this game up. So, yeah, I, I love that one. But McPherson's the one I'm leaning as my personal what, favorite, too. What do you think of uh, my OBJ over 64 and a half receiving yards? I See, I like OBJ for a touchdown a little bit more than I like the over on his yards. He has hit that in two straight games. They've been really you know focusing on getting him the rock more. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if that hits. I do think he has a solid game here. I, it's just risky though, because for so long of this year, he's been more of like a, it almost seems like a package guy in the red zone on third downs on big receptions, but he has not been racking up too many big yardage games until lately. Now, you know, recent track record seems like a great bet. You know, the longevity of the season, it's been a a much less likely. So I don't hate the bet. I wouldn't call it like a personal favorite though. I really like the bet, um, although I like the other two a ton as well. And I got a lot more. Are we going to come back to those later? Yeah, we'll, we'll hit – like so now we're going to go to like QB. We'll go by position and talk about some of our favorite props and, and prize picks by position starting at QBs. All right, let's start at quarterbacks. What's your favorite quarterback prize pops, uh, prize prop uh, – player prop on prize picks? What is it? <laughs> Tongue twister that we got there. So again, just want to reemphasize code RSJ on underdog one passing yard for Burrow. You do have to part like you can't just like bet that, but like right. you know, 50 bucks on that one thing and say you do have to put it into uh, a parlay here and you can only do up to 25 bucks on that one single uh, parlay that you make with it. But put 25 on, bet uh, a five-leg parlay. You could 20 extra money, turn that 25 into 500 bucks. And we're going to give you a bunch that we like here. Uh, I do love – I don't know if this one's on underdog, but on prize picks, both QBs to throw a pick is is love just it. a straight money line, I, especially Stafford. I think Stafford's a lock uh, with 17 interceptions, a, a gunslinging type of game. But the, the pressure that we've alluded to that I think Burrow's going to be under, that it, probably the biggest mismatch of the game is that D-line versus this offensive line. And so I wouldn't be shocked at all if he's under duress, that your know, ball gets hit, tipped, and, and picked off uh, for him as well. So I like both quarterbacks to throw picks. Um, especially on prize picks, you know, it's minus 165 on DraftKings for Stafford to throw a pick, but it's just even money to hit that on um, prize picks. So I love that. I also really like Stafford at 19 fantasy points on prize picks and just his general outputs. I like the yardage line. I believe it's 279 um, on, on DraftKings. I like that. I think, you know, 
we a lot of the the record is we've seen McVay come out so conservative. You play with his tail between his legs. We saw that against the Pats the last time he was in the Super Bowl. I think he's going to have learned from his mistakes. He traded for Stafford for a reason. He's going to want to go out and show that. Uh, I think he's going to let Stafford fly. So, like, in terms of attempts, completions, I'm hitting the over on all the Stafford. If I'm betting on a QB, Hmm. I'm going to be hammering Stafford. My single favorite is that he throws an interception, but I also love if you do prize picks on the fantasy points. He's got 19 as his line. He said that in four straight in, like, seven of his last nine. I I really like Stafford at 19 fantasy points as well. CJ, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you with the interception, especially with Stafford. Um, we we talked about this last uh, during the NFC uh, before the NFC Championship game. How those were locks, and I mean, they were. <laughs> he has he has he has done well, like to not turn the ball over in the playoffs, and then he just turned into himself, like in the second half. He also threw that absolute lollipop to that safety that dropped it. Oh. Yes. <laughs> we would have been looking at a different Super Bowl. <laughs> I know, seriously. So yeah, I have, um, that's my, probably my favorite of the quarterback bets is Stafford to throw interception, and then I also like both of the quarterback rushing overs. Stafford's at four and a half. He's actually weirdly been running the ball a lot in the playoffs. I think he I know, he, 20, he's so slow. Game. He's but hit he that does. three straight, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Burrow at nine and a half. I can definitely see, like, with all the pressure he's going to be under, that I think he had, like, a first down run against the Chiefs third quarter, fourth quarter last game. So I like both those rushing props and the interception props. How many times out of 10 do you think you would have caught that ball that Stafford threw if you, if, like, you were, were that guy? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Me, I'd probably be, (laughs) I'd probably be scared with all like the bright lights on me. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the the worst drops I've ever seen of all time. Well, would would you bring that down, Wolf? I I think so. I mean, and I have no hands, but I honestly like that's a layup. I don't know how that was dropped by, especially by an NFL player. But I I think I do. I think I come down with that maybe seven to ten times. Yeah, I think I I give myself eight at least. I I would be. I mean, you know, there's no one around him. You know, as a a horrible, horrible pass. Uh, My favorite quarterback. I mean, I like all the stuff you guys are saying. I actually like both quarterbacks on Prize Pick for their longest play to be over 38 and a half yards each guy. I actually think they're both going to do it. I mean, we like Cup over 28 and a half by himself. Obviously, that's coming from Stafford. Think they're both going to hit at least one long pass. They they have so many home run guys that they're going to throw to. It's a long game. I like them both on that. Um, all right, let's move on to running backs. Yeah, I do love I do love that. Nat, I find myself attacking the longest play through the receivers a little bit more and trying to pick which receiver gets that because again, I'll take those ten yards off a cup and just assume even if Stafford throws another forty yard bomb to someone else, Cup's going to get that thirty yard play. So like I, oh, I like I, I, I'd rather attack it that way. But I get what you're saying, too. Like, somebody's going to get there. Yeah, yeah, Come on. All right, running backs. Uh, what's your favorite running back problem? I'm going under on everything. I I think this is not going to be a running back-friendly game. If a running back was going to do well, it would probably be on the Rams side because the Bengals – I heard this stat from Warren Sharp, a great one, that the Bengals allow the most early down rushing yardage. They're like the worst DVOA against uh, early down rushes, 32nd in the league. So, I mean, they – and we saw it. Like, Kinnan was gashing this team early – in that game, like 10-yard run after 10-yard run. So, it, you know, Akers has been horrendous these last few weeks, but you also look at who he's been facing, and it's, it's the Bucks. The 49ers were the best run D over the last eight weeks in the league. The Bucks were the one of the best run Ds all season. So he's had some tough matchups coming into this one. So it, was it him not just being fully healthy? Was it the matchups? Was it a little bit of both? Probably the, the end there, the latter. 
I still think under 64 and a half where you see it on DraftKings. On prize picks, his line is 54 and a half. I'm going to avoid that because I think he might be able to hit that. But he still hasn't even come to that level. His highest, I think, believe since he's returned is 48 yards. So I'm hammering the under even at 54 and a half. But also on DraftKings, you can get that line at 64 and a half. So I might as well take those extra 10 yards. But I, if I'm going to bet a running back under, I feel even better about Mixon being under 62 and a half rushing yards. Maybe he gets it done through the air. And that's why I probably won't touch his, his 16 fantasy points uh, line, something he's been under, though, in three of his last five. This Rams Rundy has held running backs in the playoffs to 160 yards on 52 carries. That is, it's been just completely stifling. And then again, how many times are we going to emphasize this offensive line versus that defensive line? There's going to be no holes. He's not going to have anywhere to run. If he does anything, it's going to be through the air. So I think Mixon under 62 and a half, that is by far my favorite one to hammer. And, and again, the last one I want to point out, I mentioned how bad that Bengals run D is. Yes, uh, you know, Acres okay. I love Sony Michelle, 15 and a half rushing yards, though. I think that is a great one, given like it, it, it plays into that matchup. He probably only needs three to five carries to hit that. So uh, they, they started to put a little bit more of an even workload towards the second half of the game. I think Sony, 15 and a half, is a great smash. So before I move on to CJ, um, so I also like the under for Mixon on prize picks, and it's actually 60 and a half, not 62 and a half last night. Oh, that was DraftKings I was thinking of. Okay, okay yeah. so, so anyway. I still think uh, that under, though, truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that a lot. Um, I just uh, be- Before I ask CJ this, I got to ask you this, because you and I are in the same boat here, here, Wolf. All this stuff you're saying, it makes a whole lot of sense, um, you know, the, the discrepancies in the lines and all this stuff. And wh- why are we picking the Bengals? I did like, Joe Burrow. It really only comes down to Burrow. I just think the he's I think the more you the, yeah the more, more you talk, the the crazier I think we are. It, well, again, especially because it's a essentially a road game for them. That's essentially a home game for the Rams, and and Stafford seems due and all that. It just I don't know. I I heard a comparison. I was listening to the Ringer podcast, which they did a great betting preview. Yeah, it was great uh, to try to prepare for this. So if you listen to this one and you want some more good betting content. I did think the ringer did a great job on theirs. Uh, I believe it was either cousin. I don't know if it was cousin Sal or if it was Bill Simmons. One of the two kind of referred to this as a, a young Brady, like the next coming. And they were late to the game on Brady on their betting on their just belief in him. And just the way it it doesn't always look great, but mixing, I mean, um, Burrow just kind of gets it done when it's clutch and when you need him and he's never clearly never out of the game after what we just saw against the chiefs at back to back times. I, I just just that 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 Joe Burrow factor to me. There's every matchup seems to point to the Rams as we keep talking here, and yet Burrow is the the factor for me. That's that's where it comes down to. On that same podcast, they also mentioned the Rams have literally been at home in their own beds for like the last six weeks in their yeah. own facility and everything <laughs> like true. that. That's uh, a good C- point too. That is C- CJ RB props. Yeah, what's your favorite? I'm um. I don't really love any of the running back props, honestly. I don't like betting the under, so I hate <laughs> something I probably know. Yeah, it's probably something I'm not going to do. But um, I do love the Sony Michelle one. I know we talked about him last uh, two weeks ago, and I feel like he will get like the four or five carries that will get him over 15 and a half. I usually like the weird things, like the the Debo Samuel over rushing yards, like the the smaller numbers. There's like Samaje Piran, I think, is like two and a half. Two and a half. Like, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Like I, I don't like the the sixties and the fifties and like all that stuff. I like the weird, the weird props. I'm gonna go with uh, Sony over fifteen and a half. 
You know which one? You know, I'm surprised you didn't bring up because you just brought, mentioned Samuel was uh, Jamar Chase as a three and a half rush yard. I did they, see that. I had I had that written down in the article, but I completely forgot to mention. Yeah, they've been um, they've been kind of doing a bit of end arounds and little design plays to get make sure he gets the rock. If you're going to go with a receiver rush, I think that's an intriguing one. But I feel really good about Mixon being under 60 and a half, 62 and a half, whatever you get the line at. I see him running for. 45 at most. I really don't think Mixon does much this game. So that, that's my personal favorite of these all. All right. Let's move on to wide receivers. Indeed. Of which there are several. All right. Favorite wide receiver or tight end player prop. So any pass catcher we're basically talking about. Um, we both have already said, we all three of us have said that we love Cooper Cup over 28 and a half yards for his biggest play of the game. Uh, there's a couple other. Very intriguing ones also. Uh, we're just going to talk touchdowns. I'll just tell you, Cup over on prize picks is over one touchdown. So he scores one and it's a push. So, mm. it, I mean, he's going to score one. Yeah. I mean, but it's a push. Chase to score half a touchdown or more. I I, I like it. I really do like it. I don't know. I think he's probably going to hit that. I might do both of those together if it pushes whatever. Uh, it, I don't know. What do you think when you see something like cup one touchdown? I mean, two is asking a lot, but he's almost certainly going to get one, right? Yeah, I, I think so. But when you're doing a bet like that, the better juice would be going. Like, if you're hitting one, you're essentially hoping he gets to two. You right. might as well go to uh, DraftKings. It, it, well, I guess it depends yeah. on your, your state and where you're at. But right. for him to get to two scores, I believe the odds were like plus 275 or 300. Right. So if you're going to do multi scores, don't just go for the even prize pick. There's so many you know, smoother, the interceptions with that. Go for, if you want the juice, go for the juice and actually handle that on a bet rather than trying to bank on two touchdowns on a prize picks parlay right. type of thing. I would attack that differently. I, I would say yeah, I wouldn't sure. be if he gets the two net, but I think the, the game theory behind it, you'd rather go to a, an actual sports book and bet two touchdowns for cup. If you oh, sure. You want to go for the juice. You want to go for the Mickey Guyton wearing green juice. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm right. saying. Right. So what, what, what wide receiver props you guys like, go ahead. You start Wolf. I, I, we talked about T Higgins. I know you said this one earlier too. Yeah. I love 24 and a half as a long, yeah. largest play for him. Uh, he's gone in his last nine games. He's had one over 24 and a half in six of them. Um, and it just, we look at the coverage Ramsey's probably going to be following, uh, Jamal Chase, maybe not the whole game, maybe not a complete shadow, but a lot of it. And we've seen him over the playoffs start to more shadow receivers. Now Evans burned him on a deep one. So it's not like it's a death sentence. If, if Ramsey's on chase, in fact, I, I could see chase destroying him all night. I wouldn't be shocked if that ends up happening, but nonetheless, that also does put Darius Williams on T Higgins and Williams has been getting roasted most of the year, but especially burned in these playoffs. So I think T Higgins, uh, he, he'll be a, a banger of a, a 24 and a half. I think that's a great bet right there. Uh, if you want to go to 66 and a half as his over under for yardage, he's been hitting that uh, with routine uh, grace here. But I also do like Van Jefferson. This is like the more random one, uh, but he has 17 and a half as his longest play. Is that what you're going to say that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're in lockstep here, which is usually a bad thing, but I think the last couple betting pods, when we're in lockstep, it's been, we've been nailing it. 17 and a half though. I mean, 29 and a half for his over under receiving yards. He's done that in four of his last five, but if he gets there, it's probably because he caught a 20 yard bomb. Uh, I, I actually think Van Jefferson is going to catch a long touchdown. I don't know why yeah. I just kind of keep having these visions of him getting deep for like a 40 yard bomb. 
Um, so either way, 40 yards, which would put Stafford's longest play over 38 and a half. Exactly. So I I don't know. I just have this weird feeling Van Jefferson with all the attention of OBJ and Cooper cup are rightfully going to demand that they've given up. I saw, uh, it was fantasypoints.com. They do a great chart by like how many points added for the wide receiver, like wide receiver one versus wide receiver two versus wide receiver three. And the Bengals were very generous to wide receiver threes. They do a great job of kind of hyper-focusing on the number one weapon and number twos they were okay against, but number threes they were very generous against. So I think Van Jefferson could sneak in for a a big play here. Uh, So I like his props as well. CJ, got anything else? Yeah, I'm I'm with you right there on both of those. I love T. Higgins over um, 66.5 receiving yards. We already talked about the cup over 28.5 long reception, and then Van Jefferson over 17.5 long reception is also my, my three bets. Yeah, I like those, except I actually like the T. Higgins, um, I think, longest play over 24 and a half, a little more than 66 yards over. Although I think they both will probably hit, if I'm being honest. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We got a big halftime show coming up. But before that, are there any other in-game props that you're going to be hammering or you think the public should be hammering, Wolf? Yeah, I, I do love targeting some of these like game flow type of bets um, where you try to make a prediction how the game's going to go. Both teams to score two plus field goals is plus 250. And we've already talked about how we love McPherson. Love Matt him. Gay has been a, a field a field goal machine all year too. So uh, plus 250 seems pretty okay for those types of odds. I love it's not You're not getting you know juice on this one, but minus 125 for the first drive to be a punt. Uh in dating back to 2000s, 13 first drives have ended in a punt. Uh, the other eight uh, drives, four of them resulted in field goals, and the others were turnovers. So mm. I think, you know, th- those are pretty solid odds. 13 uh, of these last 20 have been uh, punts. So I like that. If, if you wanted to hedge that a little bit, though, you can get plus 475 for the first drive ending in a field goal. And we keep talking about McPherson. We keep talking about Matt Gay. Plus 475 is pretty good action for one of these teams to end up getting um, a field goal. So yeah. we're, we're talking about special teams, which isn't necessarily the most exciting, uh, but I do like that. And I also like the first team to commit a turnover being the Rams, minus 115. It's even odds with the Bengals. They're also minus 115. The Rams have been much more turnover prone, especially as of late between Akers, between Stafford. Uh, so I love that. And I also talked about how I love the sacks for the Rams, three and a half over plus 105 uh so getting plus odds on four sacks i think they're going to get to him all night i think four sacks it sounds like a lot but again nine sacks against the titans and this defensive line is even better so i love that you could go for the the first sack if you want to parlay that into uh aaron donald's plus 350 von miller's plus 400 i think it will be one of those two uh I, i'd go after donald because i just I, you can already hear the announcers aaron donald this is why he's the best in the game you know so plus 350 Parlay that with over three and a half sacks. Uh, some action that I'm intrigued by. CJ, you got any in-game props you like? Um, the only one that I saw that I liked the, on prize picks was, I think, the Rams have six and a half uh, QB hits. That just seems like mm-hmm. a no-brainer to me. It's kind of going off your off your sack one. But, yeah, that's a, there weren't too many that really jumped out to me in general. This game just it's kind of like a weird game to me. <laughs> I didn't see yeah. that one, CJ. So what is that under on prize picks? Because I love that bet. Like six and a half hits, no brainer. Um, yeah, it's one of their one of their new – you know how they added a bunch of categories? It's, okay. It's in there. Yeah. I have to find that. Yeah, intriguing indeed. I'll tell you something that I actually really like for both of these guys. Fourth down's allowed. 
fourth down, uh, like fourth down conversions allowed. Fourth down conversions allowed by the Bengals uh, over 0.5. I absolutely think that that will happen. I'm sure the Rams are going to go for it on fourth down at some point and make it. And on the other side, fourth downs allowed by the Rams, one. I like that too. I mean, I just think that both teams are going to be in – I think they're going to have very much incentive, obviously the Super Bowl's on the line, to go for it if it's close. I think they both will. I think they'll both convert at more than once. I really do. Um, so you heard it here first. Oh, there is, there is one. I I don't remember if it's – it's probably on DraftKings, but I always like the, to bet like over two and a half um, like players to throw a pass. There's always like OBJ has a good arm. A lot of these, yeah, he's going to throw a good arm now. So I, I don't know what I don't know what the exact odds are, but I always like that one. Yeah, that's yeah. always an intriguing bet. I like that one, CJ. Because I, like I think OBJ that's that's the player that will it will be. He'll yeah. chuck one. Yeah, I like that. Let's go to halftime. Halftime show prop bets. We got the first performer. We got the first songs. This is going to be like a you know a hip hop fest. Everybody's very excited, uh, or at least everybody of a certain <laughs> age is very excited. Um, you know, which is even stranger that Mickey Guyton was the choice to sing the national anthem because who would have thunk it, right? So anyway, Wolf, who do you like uh, coming out first? Because we got a lot of folks that are going to be appearing on the stage. Uh, it's, a, it's a really tough call. Um, I always like to get risky with these types of bets. Um, but uh, it just feels like Dre is like the classic one. I know he's plus 150. So you look at the odds, Dre plus 150, Mary J. Blige plus 200, Snoop plus 375, Lamar plus 650, Eminem plus 700. I agree with, like, Eminem's the closer. He's going to come out later, uh, get the crowd all riled up late. So I don't think it's going to be Eminem. So I agree with those odds. Uh, unless, I mean, what if they did just start with lose yourself out of nowhere? No, yeah. uh, that would be crazy, but I I kind of think it's like when the weekend performed, it's like it's not going to open with blinding lights, you know? Right, yeah. I'm – part of me thinks they're going to be gentlemen and let Mary J. Blige go first, plus 200 her. Okay. CJ, what do you think? No, I'm, I'm, I'm once again, I'm keeping it safe here. It just, it's in LA. Dr. So Dre's safe. Compton. California love is going to be the first song. Dr. Dre's going to be doing it. It just, it's, I, it makes too much sense. I don't know. I saw California love was plus 200. It, that's a Tupac song, right? Like, yeah, but Dr. Dr. Like Dre is, Dr. Dre is in it though. Right, okay. he features in it, yeah, and Tupac's yeah, not, and, and, not alive, so maybe they'll maybe they'll bring his they'll bring his little hologram motos. Right, I was say, there's <laughs> what do you think? What what action would you need for there to be a Tupac hologram? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> that's that is a good call. I could. Right. That's such a great opener too to like get the crowd going. I think um, that's probably going to happen, right? The only other one I really do like as a potential opener though is the next episode. Just like. That that beat just sounds like the first thing you hear, yeah. and like everybody loves that song. So I like the next episode. Is that I do think you know, California Love. See, that's a great point. Like it's probably going to be that. I would really I'd lean there, but if it's not that, it'd either be the next episode or you parlay Eminem first, lose yourself first, and they just want to get everybody jacked the fuck up for the. That's not. That's not going to happen. We should really ask Seamus. <laughs> Seamus nailed. He he actually like called. I, I was at the anchor with him actually before that Justin Timberlake show. I, I don't even remember that it was like five years ago. And he gave me the whole set list. He's like, this is what it's gonna be. And he had it down to almost like a science. Like he I think he got he got all the songs he was gonna play. He got the opener right, which is a song I'd never heard of. He's like, they're gonna they're gonna open with filthy. 
And I was yeah. like, sure filthy. they are. You <laughs> totally opened with filthy. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. and that was like plus 2,000 odds. I remember filthy. It's like, so, oh my God. Right, for, I'll, I'll never forget that. So yeah. maybe we should ask Seamus. Um, so I actually, it's hard for me to argue with CJ's logic on this. So I'm going to go with that as well. There was um, one, and there's um, no way there's no way Eminem and Lose Yourself's coming first. It's just no, I think that's how they shut it down. I, I'm with you. The only other halftime show bet I found pretty intriguing was Snoop Dogg to smoke on stage plus yeah. 375. What do you think? It's not impossible. I mean, it's not, I don't know. Is it? Is it even like? Can you do that in California? It's California. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can do that yeah, in California. California is the most like backward state there is. <laughs> and he's done crazy shit like that plenty of times on stage. So I kind of like just like why not it's throw family, twenty bucks a, at it? It's a it's a family fun event. I don't know if he'll do that. Yeah, he wants to educate the children <laughs> on the the best medicine of all time. <laughs> it's a public oh, service God. announcement. Yeah, right. exactly. All right, moving along. Gatorade, bath color, um, orange, the favorite at 200. Blue, you know, we got the Rams. We got the the Bengals, obviously. That's going to play a little bit into that. What do you like? CJ, I'll start with you this time. What do you like as far as Gatorade bats? I know. I feel like I was like such a loser. I just, I'm so safe about everything. I'm going with uh, orange again, even though that's the favorite. Well, at, uh, what is it, plus 200? Yeah, 200. Two of the last three have been blue. Uh, Blue was plus 800 last year. It was a kind of shocking dump on Bruce Arians. I like that if I'm playing it safe at plus 300, but I, uh, the Caterade bath is no time for safety, folks. I'm going to go. No, no. I'm going I'm going red or pink plus 800. I'm going to go for the uh, the big, big money here. I'm not going purple or indigo. No way. But uh, give me red. Red, so, red Gatorade is the worst Gatorade. It's horrible. It's Actually, a, there has not been a red Gatorade for the last. I'm looking. I have the, the. That's why I'm going purple, indigo, violet, and I'm parlaying it with Mickey Guyton wearing green. <laughs> just getting crazy. And, You're and gonna put your gonna night be, green. I'm just gonna purple. make it rain after that, folks. I'm gonna I retire. Be like, you'll never see me on this pot again. I'll be on an island in Tahiti. All Absolutely. Right. Moving on. Who wins the MVP and who are they thanking when they do? Always love this one, Wolf. Who's winning the MVP? First of all. I think it's Burrow. I mean, I talked about, I think, how the Bengals win, and it's almost always the quarterback. Granted, it might not be. If the Bengals win, maybe it is Chase that, that gets no. it done for him. But if, if the Bengals win, win, it's Burrow. There's no question about it. And and I want to make this point, too, is if the Bengals are plus 170 as a money line, why would you not take Burrow plus 225 instead? If they win, it's because Burrow is the MVP. Don't go for plus 170. I mean, you could still do that if you think they're going to win, but – don't also not take Burrow plus 225 if you're going to bet Bengals money line. No no doubt about it. Who's he going to thank? Uh, so probably team. I know it's the obvious one. It's plus, what, 100. Like it's it's the likely outcome. But I did watch uh, his LSU acceptance speech, and he really quickly said our coaches gave us a great game plan as soon as they saw what they were doing. And coaches are plus 1,600. So right. 16 to 1. It's going to be teammates like there's a very, you know, in in the AFC championship game, he immediately said the defense and our teammates that came up for us uh, when he was getting interviewed after the game. But as a just a toss in, maybe just maybe he mentions the coaches. I I did a really gross deep dive on like how religious is Joe Burrow earlier. I did too. I did too. Uh, He's a quote unquote a devout Christian. Uh, I read about his church, like in the different ways they're supporting him and and doing all. So he is he is religious, but he also does not really talk about his religion at all. So I I would not. You know, God is always an intriguing one, but. 
But I, I'm going to go Burrow wins it, and he thanks his team and teammates. But I might also toss in just a little bit of juice onto just that. Just a, that a little sprinkle on God. Why not? No God for me. I'm going to go for coaches instead. <laughs> <laughs> There's no God here. God doesn't usually hit. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, <laughs> he's always he's always going to be a nominee. He's yeah. going to he's going to be nominated, but he's rarely the guy that takes home the trophy. <laughs> what he hits, he slaps, but he doesn't hit too oh, hard. Yeah. Too he's, he's, <laughs> hits for power. CJ, who do you like for MVP? Yeah, I mean, I I like the Rams to win, so I'm going with my guy Stafford. I mean, it's boring at plus 100. Once again, I feel so so safe, tonight. so safe. I know, and um, he is. I just looked it up. He is a devout Christian. He's open. So his devout. wife, his 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 wife just had brain surgery two years ago. He he like praised God for that. So I'm going with. I'm going with God and maybe his wife. <laughs> Stafford <laughs> and God. <laughs> I I am shocked though, CJ, because. You nailed a couple years ago the Julian Edelman, Edelman receiver yeah. one. You got yeah, Cup at plus six hundred. I'm I'm going Cup. It, I'm going Cup and God. Yes. And no, but no, but you can't pick the Bengals in the win. No, I'm not going Cup. I'm picking Bengals. I'm sprinkling, Bengals. No, I'm sprinkling no, no. a little bit everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cup Straying and God all over the place. <laughs> right, right. I know. I know. Cup is a is a religious guy. Although I've never heard him mention it, but I I know that uh, you know if you want to do a quick deep dive on him, he's also. Devout as they come. Yeah. I, I think that's because I saw like four different articles that said devout Christian in like the same exact line about Burrow. <laughs> CJ, I think it's one of those like it's shitty people that ask us to put articles up for them. That's definitely one of those people just like spamming devout Christian Joe Burrow because that's such a big search term for psychos like us. If, if the Rams do win, though, I actually do think Cup might be the uh, the bet. So. If I was going to hedge a little bit, I might go Burrow, copping North Stafford at plus 100. Yeah, I, I, I might put some on Burrow and teammates and Cup and God. <laughs> so Cup is religious, huh? You, you, oh, you yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. All right. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's, uh, what's family? Like, um, let me see, plus. Who's saying? Hey, can I ask you something? Family's plus, plus 800. 800. I, I love that now. Stafford, wife just had a brain tumor taken out of her brain <laughs> taking out of her brain <laughs> take out of her head. that's uh, like so frequently the place that you would take a brain tumor out of um, usually where it would come a year and a half ago i could i could see that let me ask you this if you won super bowl mvp who's the first entity that you would think it's gotta be teammates yeah, it's your teammates, teammates. yeah, yeah. And there's a reason it's the favorite it, the other the angle i do also look at here though is if if since he wins it like the fans in the city, you know. That I was going to say maybe the city. I, I, Burrow, Burrow's from Ohio. Played right. Yeah. I, you know, so that's intriguing too. There's a lot of interesting ways Burrow could go with this MVP speech when they win. Uh, man, I, I do like the coaches bet though. I mean, it's going to be teammates, team. Like that's obviously the, the likely one. But city and fans plus 275, if you think the Bengals are going to win, isn't a bad action to go after. But I do think – We've seen Burrow thank his coaches in the past. That plus sixteen hundred is just juicy for me. If team owner plus two thousand, what an ass kisser you'd have to be <laughs> to come out there. And I mean, like I'd lose all respect for you if you came out. I'd like to like, thank first you person I'd like to thank is the billionaire owner. Uh, it's like one of the cutting worst my people. checks. Thank Probably you, one bro. of the worst people in the world. Thank <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Thanks for yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being such a bad person. Oh um, man. All right. So. Uh, with that said, you got any other random uh, bets that you want to throw out that we haven't covered yet? That covers the the basic skeleton of what we wanted to do. You got anything else that's uh, just on your mind? You got to got to say something. No, I I don't have any any more myself. I don't know if you do, CJ. I remember 
There's a couple I loved a few years ago, like Andy Reid eating it like cheeseburger or something, like <laughs> plus five thousand. But there wasn't any I saw that really caught my eyes, like that were just so funny that I had to toss something on there. I didn't see many of those this year, so I don't have any others. Is there any other CJ that we haven't covered? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm just looking now if there's anything random. Like I remember the, before it'd be like, like will like Trump be on TV, just like stuff like that. Right. I don't, I'm not really. I feel like there aren't as there aren't as many like. Cool Here's one for you. What do you think about this? What do you think about throughout the telecast? And this is like so from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, them mentioning the the line, like the the gambling line. Oh, it's it's Al Al Michaels is calling it. So it's definitely. He's a, yeah, he's I, I, I think it's a great bet. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one around there too. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's, uh, we got duck first in the chat. Hello, duckling. <laughs> hey, duck. Mitch, what's up wolves? What's up, Mitch? I, do you think Mitch is just super bitter about this whole Bengals thing? Probably, but he's like never bitter about anything. He's, no, just, like, he's a good guy. He's too, he's nice. just Ooh, the happiest person. Wait, in life. wait a minute. I was just, I was just looking up some like random props okay, and I, I just saw a sports illustrated article that said there was a leak that the first song could be next episode and it's shifted all the way to minus 300 on some sports book. Listen, I I said that I like the next episode. Intriguing, okay. Those are people out there that are leaking this stuff, like, have you no shame? Seriously, I think yeah. that's I think that's why it's so hard to find props now because there's like always like that stadium worker that's like hanging out in the stadium, like cleaning or something, and then he like time, yeah. <laughs> he like he times the anthem and then puts it on like Twitter. That's so stupid to tell anybody. You should just place a huge bet on it. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. All right, go ahead. Duck, uh, CJ, CJ looking sexy with that grizzled beard. Truth looking dapper, as always. Wolf bringing the sex appeal. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Duckling. <laughs> we thank need to get him on. What would the duck bring to the table? Definitely. And if it was like, uh, uh, you know, anyone else, I'd be like, man, he's been, you know, he's drank like half a bottle of bourbon or something, and it's like yeah. 7 o'clock. But Dropped duck, a couple Viagra before the right, show. <laughs> duck, no way. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. I've had a couple sodas, popped a Viagra, and he's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Doc would thank God first. Yes, of course. Yeah. Or maybe his wife. I don't know. Uh, Matt Noto, whole gang's here. Let's go. Yeah. Let's great. go. We got to do more of these uh, three man pods next year with CJ. We actually, we actually work pretty well. Uh, Mitch Chavez, I see Burrow throwing over 275 yards. Mixon or OBJ scoring the first touchdown. I like OBJ on that. I don't love mixing on that, Mitch. I yeah, I, I, I had OBJ going, so I like that. I don't like mixing though. As I said, I was I'm under on all those. Mitch says I'm choosing the Rams to win. I see Stafford doing just enough and that defense solidifying the win for them. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. It's a logical I, I, again, game. the Wolf and I don't have any good reason for doing what we're doing. <laughs> it's just burrow. That's the only reason I have, and it's a good one. <laughs> uh Nick, sort his beard out, please. <laughs> just sort it out <laughs> i love the beard i'm sorry i laura I'm, i i am leaning into this beard i want more of it i like to grab that beard it's it's great you know what i wish usually we're in agreement laura about about man cj here but the beard <laughs> i i want more i think it's not grizzly enough <laughs> let it rip <laughs> keep it till the summer at least. yeah i think summer is even like grizzly you get the sand in there nice <laughs> oh yeah like big chunks it'll of mess food. up it'll mess up my time cj what are your thoughts what do you think of your beard give us your analysis on your beard i love it it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a nice little winter feature 
Um, I mean, as it as it gets nicer, I don't know if I'm gonna want it. I won't. I want to get a nice little tan in the summer, so that's gonna mess it up. So it'll be here until maybe April. Who knows? We should I do mean, an over under on that. Yeah, over under when the beard goes. <laughs> All right, Mitch. Not bitter. Honestly, more disappointed in how the team lost as they did. I hear that. Right now, I'm more afraid of Honey Badger leaving and becoming a Raven as the rumor continues to grow. All right. That, that would suck. All righty. And that's all of them, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's it, man. Good show. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you again so much. If you're here live with us, we really appreciate you being here, interacting, watching us rabble on about these uh, awesome props here. If you caught the replay, or thank you so much as well. If you haven't already, consider please joining in on Underdog using code RSJ or on Prize Picks. You heard us reference them many times. Also, code RSJ gives us a nice little kickback, shows you the, the world that we can help bring a crowd. We had a good first month with prize picks for sure. Uh, so we want to continue to grow and continue to build those relationships. So if you haven't already, Wolfpack, they're great games. They're fun to play. Uh, and so ultimately, I think everybody should join there. Uh, we did get Mitch Chavez, guys. Great job. Great night. Always uh, the nicest human being in the world. So thank you guys again so much for being here. It's always one of my favorite shows to talk about these prize bets. Let's make a bunch of money with these props, folks. Any last words, Truth or CJ? No, uh, I'm go oh. Bengals, I guess, but not by much. Yeah, <laughs> go Bengals by a little bit, indeed. Yeah. Who day? Let's go. All righty, guys. Thanks again. RosieJournal.com is where we breed and feed you fantasy wolves in that world full of fancy sheep, guys. Be the wolf. We used to Later. have it Later. all. Now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, oh, oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go. But at least we stole the show. 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 Old-fashioned football right there, folks.